This is the Well-Centered Woman Podcast, a space created to provide practical wisdom for every faith-based lady influencer, creative, and entrepreneur who desires to better manage her emotions under pressure. In every episode, we discuss what it takes to stay centered and sane while operating in purpose using faith, community, and practical wisdom. Grab your journal, coffee, and tea, and let's start getting our emotions all the way together. I'm your host, Tanika Maria, and welcome to the podcast. Good day, good day, beautiful people. Here we are at the top of the year, and I have the nerve to say, if you notice the title here, that energy and emotional management is more important than time management. I can hear the flag now because there's so much out there managing your time for 2022. Everyone is out here making lists. They got their planners, their schedulers. They're jumping on social media, talking about time management strategies for the new year. And here I am coming with, that's not as important. So I'll share in in this podcast on why you're managing your emotions and managing your energy is way more important, at least for me, this is my perspective, right? Than managing your time. And before I get into this topic, as a certified Christian life coach, author of two best-selling books, Get Out of That Dead in Relationship Now, and A Woman's Journey Home, 14 Keys to Ascending to the Next Dimension, Dimension, (laughs) crossing up on my own uh, book title, right? Dimension, both available on Amazon, in my own personal experience and from working with women in all walks of life, I consistently see lack of emotional resiliency, lack of emotional mastery, and of course, emotional healing is a big deal. You have to be healed in order to master it. And once you master it, you have to be resilient when it comes to your emotions. And so I, my passion is helping high-achieving women of faith, influencers, creators, professionals, stay-at-home moms to master and properly direct their God-given emotions in order to, to walk out God's plan for their lives. And this is close to my heart because truthfully, lack of emotional healing has been what has held me back in so many areas of my life. So let's dive into today's topic, Emo- energy management this year is going to be more critical and more crucial than time management. Let me say it again. Energy management in 2022 is going to be more critical and crucial for you as you go into your year, more critical and crucial than time management. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all for managing our time wisely. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite scriptures is Psalm 90 verse 12, where the Bible says, teach us to number our days that we may have a heart of wisdom. So yes, we got to number our days. We must. And what does number mean? Number means to plan. Number means to take thought. Number means to plan our days and be accountable for how we invest Note, I'm using the word invest instead of spend our time. I don't spend my time. I invest my time. So we ha- I believe in the time management. I believe in numbering my days and investing my time wisely. I'm a big scheduler, a big time block person. But one of the things I've realized, and I'll tap into this further in this podcast, is I can write all the to-do lists and blocking of my schedule that I want to. But if I don't have the energy to put a- pull it off, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. So let's define energy management. Simply stated, personal energy is the amount of stamina, vigor, or quote, juice 
you have to complete a given task or engage in a particular activity. It is useful to think in terms of three types of personal energy, physical, intellectual, and emotional. Let me say that again. Three types of personal energy, physical, intellectual, and emotional. So let's look at it this way. This is coming from the Harvard Business Review. High intellectual energy, energy supply, improves your ability to concentrate, to think quickly and objectively, and to accurately size up situations. Low intellectual energy tends to impair concentration, to lengthen response time, and to retard judgment. Mm, I don't even, ooh, did you hear that? High emotional energy contributes to patience and to acting in an objective manner when it comes to dealing with people. Low emotional energy leads to impulsive and counterproductive interaction with other people. You're listening to me. You have families. You have your work, your job. You have your project. You have your ministry. You have these different things and plans. How many of y'all, come on. I want high emotional energy. I want high emotional energy. We need that more than time management. So listen at this other definition, which is more of a physics, more of a scientific definition of energy. All right. It's, energy is defined in physics as the capacity to work. And energy come for human beings, hear me well, energy for human beings comes from our four main wellsprings, the body, emotions, mind, and spirit. So for the human being, our energy, our personal energy to work comes from our physical body, our emotions, our mind, and our spirit. Wow. Repeat after me. God increased my intellectual energy. God increased my mental agility, increased my ability to concentrate and to think, increased my discernment, help me to be patient, help me to be wise and calm in dealing with people, strengthen my body, strengthen my emotions, my mind, and my spirit. This right here, these definitions that I'm sharing with you on today, this right here is why I believe in managing my internal energy. And that's why it's more important than managing my time because see if I get this part right uh-huh if I get this part right then my time will follow suit and so for us to get the full benefit of how we're investing our time in our days as we pursue purpose in 2022 we have to have the full yield of our strength and energy being aware of how your energy level changes and cycles throughout the days the weeks and the months is going to be very very critical as you ascend into new levels new weights and new demands are placed upon you when you have new responsibilities and new weight and new dynamics and things are shifted, knowing your energy cycles, knowing your, your, your pacing and how you're feeling in your body and where you are emotionally and intellectually, what's going on in your heart is going to be so critical. So your answered prayers, your vision, your purpose, your calling, your assignment, it all carries weight. And it all requires having enough physical, mental, and emotional, and spiritual energy to bring it to pass. And if I don't manage my energy, I won't have the stamina and I won't have the wellness to move forward. So we can write plans all day long. We can populate our calendar with all this stuff and all these to-do lists and tasks and visions and dreams and stuff. But we have to have the stamina 
the emotional, spiritual, and mental stamina to pull it off. Not only do we have to be aware of our personal energy levels and limits, but we have to have ways to sustain, maintain, and increase our energy consistently throughout the year. And again, so, so let me speak from my personal experience. There have been many a day where I've had all of these things on my to-do list from the night before or from days before. You know, I had the time blocked off in my calendar. I had all this stuff I was planning to do, and then I wake up with a headache. Then I, now I'm feeling low grade sluggish. Now I'm tired. I'm achy. I don't feel well. Or I'll start my day off okay, but then by the middle of the day, I'm petered out. I'm tuckered. I'm tired. I'm fatigued. And I, I don't, you know, I just don't feel good, right? Or I thought I was going to get up early and do all of this stuff that I had on my list to do. And then I turn around and realize, okay, I've overslept. Why didn't I hear this alarm? I didn't even hear this. Or was it even set? And now it's thrown off my whole schedule and my whole to do this. Has, has this ever happened to you, right? Where, you know, you, you've just discombobulated. You had all these plans. This is what God told you to do. You're being obedient. You got it scheduled to do it. And then you don't have the energy to pull it off. What in the world? So listen, love, listen, loves. I don't care again, how many planners, calendars, schedulers, time management tips, hacks, masterclasses you Google and take and whatnot and listen to on social media. If you feel bad, if you feel sluggish, if you are fatigued, tired, feeling lazy, overwhelmed, anxious, and just generally low, you won't get jack squat done towards your purpose. And if you're feeling this way and somehow you still manage to show up and do something, it won't get done in the at the level of excellence that you know in your heart that you intended to do. Your attitude and your mood is also off and it impacts your energy and it impacts the fruit of your labor when your energy is off. And of course, energy and emotions work hand in hand. If you feel bad in your body, it shows up in your emotions. The mind and the body connection is very, very real and it's strong and it's symbiotic. And, it, you know, the emotions snowball right along with the energy. So if my energy is all over the place, I'm depressed, I'm feeling low key, I'm feeling toxic and sluggish and stuff, then guess what? Your, your emotions are going to be off the chain as well. Your emotions are not going to be in a good place. And for those of you who are believers in Christ, now we've created a foothold. Now we've created the perfect opportunity for the enemy of our soul to just come creep in with his little sneaky lies and, and whispering thoughts into our head. And he'll come and take our lunch and then shoot those fiery darts. And now we've we, we got all these thoughts and vain imaginations and negative stinking thinking in our head, but it started when we didn't manage our emotions. It started when we didn't manage that energy. Next thing you you know, you're on the trigger train and the struggle bus. Let me say it again. That old trigger train and that struggle bus mentality will kick in big time when that energy is low and your emotions are out of whack. And with all this going on, do you really, really expect to manage that time well? Do you really expect to manage your time well? Can you invest in the God-ordained activities, relationships, projects, businesses, collaborations, books, and everything if you're feeling this way? Mm -mm. Can, will, will some hot new planner or some hot new journal help you? Mm -mm. 
right? Can you walk out the work that it's going to take in order to fulfill that vision board that you took the time to make pretty? The fancy vision board. And, and can you do it without the distraction of your body and your emotions getting in the way with fatigue and being feeling tired and feeling some kind of way? Right? I don't think so. I don't think so. So, okay, Tanika Maria. Okay, I hear you. So what do I do? It takes being very practical and very consistent to do what it takes to take care of your body and your mind and your heart. To sustain your personal energy levels, you have to set some, non some, set some non-negotiables when it comes to your health and your body. And this is critical. When we manage our energy and we create habits to recharge ourselves, listen, you're, it's like, think of it like a battery. And what we're doing is you take your iPhone and your Android or your Android device and you let that thing run all the way down and you can see that battery getting low. You make it your point to recharge that phone, right? As it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit. You are responsible to recharge your energy. It's like recharging a battery. What practices do you have to recharge yourself? And when we manage our energy and we create habits and lifestyles to recharge ourselves, we increase our capacity to do what God called us to do. Let me say it again. When we manage our energy and create habits to recharge ourselves, we increase our capacity to do what God called us to do. So really quick, here are practical and physical common sense things that you can begin to implement. And you've heard it 50 million times, a thousand times, but it rings true. You, you just can't, you can't do what you want to do and, and eat and, and do stuff all willy nilly and then wonder why you don't have energy, right? It's up to us to recharge. So number one, very practical. Stay hydrated and drink your water. Let me take a swallow now. Drink your water. Get enough sleep, right? Get enough sleep. Get rid of that hustle and grind mentality that so you can sleep when you're dead. Well, I saw that on some meme somewhere and I completely disagree with it. You need to go to bed on time and you need to, to get up so that you can get up on time. And you need to be able to sleep well in order to recharge your body so that you can have the energy to do what God called you to do. Here's a big one for me. Number three, don't eat a lot of heavy food at night. This is practical, simple steps. I do my best to avoid eating after 8 o'clock p.m. If I eat too much, if I eat too late, I'm going to feel it when I wake up in the morning and I can't stand that feeling, right? So don't eat all night long, right? It ain't worth it. Excuse my English. It ain't worth it. Pigging out in the middle of the night and then waking up wondering why you feel bad. It's not worth it. You're not going to do anything on that time calendar. You're not going to do what's, what, what, what you need to do on that to-do list. Get your exercise. This is number four. Do what you can. Try to do as much as you can through the week. Walk, move around, get some kind of exercise as often as you can. It recharges you and it gives you energy and strength for what God called you to do. And of course, common sense, eat nutritiously. Be careful about what you're putting in your body. Watch it. And this is huge. The sugar, the salts, the junk food, 
moderation in all things. I don't claim to be some expert in eating and nutrition. I try to watch what I eat. I don't eat a whole lot because I see how it feels in my body when I eat certain foods. So become aware of what you're eating and how you feel when you eat certain things. And if you eat one thing and you feel great and you eat another thing and it feels like a brick is on your stomach, then don't eat that anymore. Watch what you're eating because the food that you put in your mouth truly impacts how you're going to show up in your purpose. Let's see it. I'm trying to turn the page on my notes. Now let's get into the mental and emotional, mental and emotional ways to recharge your energy. Make the time and set aside time for private soul care and a devotional with God daily. And this really centers and anchors your soul. Whatever works for you. And for me, it's my worship time. It's my prayer time. It's my reading devotional time in the morning. And when I get off schedule, like when I travel and stuff, it throws me off. And I'm so glad to get back home so that I can get in my regular routine. Another thing that you can do to help you, your mental and your emotional energy is to speak life and affirm yourself consistently on a daily basis. Be kind to yourself. Make this a part of your affirmation. Like, I am kind to myself. And I heard someone say it. I'm the kind of person that's kind to myself. I'm learning how to be kind to myself. Beating yourself up, having a bunch of negative self-chatter and self-talk is corrupting and eating away at your energy. Whenever you have all this negative mind chatter, it's just like draining and siphoning off your energy. It's corrupting and corroding what little energy you have. You're taking it away with all the self-condemnation, with beating yourself up, and the negative mind chatter. So one of your affirmations need to be, I'm kind to myself. I am kind to myself. And in that kindness, you're going to treat yourself well. You're going to eat right. You're not going to be perfect, but you're going to be intentional and you're going to be aware of what's going on inside of you. And you're going to be kind to yourself in your journey. Here's another key for maintaining and sustaining and growing your mental and emotional energy capacity. And I learned this from Mark Sharona. He says, energy will always rebound when you stop opposing and resisting and start accepting. Energy will always rebound when you stop opposing and resisting things, resisting situations, resisting problems, and when you begin to accept them. So what does that mean? Start accepting where you are in life right now. Start facing the reality of what it is, whatever that it may be for you, a relationship dynamic. It doesn't mean that you're not going to work to change it. But if you can get to the point of acceptance and say, okay, hey, my relationship is not where it should be. Hey, um, I'm in I'm some ser- in some serious debt debt right here. I made this mistake. This this situation is not working. This is the reality of my job. This is the reality of my home life. This is the reality of where I am in business. And come to grips with it and accept it. So why is acceptance key to increasing your energy level? Because acceptance opens the door for possibilities. Because when I accept it, now I'm in a position where I can assess 
what is available to work to start fixing it. But when I'm in resistance and when I'm in opposition and when I'm repressing it and when I'm hiding from it and when I'm running around a circle trying to hide out and trying to avoid feeling my feelings and I'm trying to avoid dealing with it, that's taking a lot of energy. It takes a lot of energy to repress, run from, resist, and oppose a problem than it does to accept it and begin the process of changing. Oh, I said something right there. You want to increase your energy? Begin to accept the place you are now and face the reality of it. Because, because as long as you're resisting, as long as you're running, as long as you're repressing and trying to numb out, you're draining your energy in a very negative way. The moment you accept and face whatever problem, whatever situation you have, now we open the door to possibilities. Now we can open the door to the Holy Spirit to come in with some truth. Now we open the door for God to move because now we're coming from a place of truth. Now we're coming from a place of acceptance. The moment you begin to accept and face the issue or the problem, the moment that is the moment your energy begins to increase because you've moved, you've shifted from resistance to acceptance. This is huge. So remember, as I close this out, you are the only one who can make the decision to renew and recharge your personal energy levels. Without creating the habits that sustain and increase our energy, you could be headed for an energy crisis. Mm -hmm. an, an energy crisis. And as a leader, as a creative, as a professional, as a mom, at, you know, whatever place you are in life, you know, the, the temptation is to stay up all night working on projects. The temptation is to eat a lot of bad, junky food. The temptation is to not exercise. The temptation is to bust up out of bed and not get your prayer time and your devotional in. The temptation is that when you have problems, it's kind of like put it to the side and keep chucking along. Well, it's going to cause you to get into an energy crisis. And even though you got your calendar and even though you have your schedule or in your to-do list, if you're not managing this stuff, your energy, you could be heading for an energy crisis and it will take its toll on you, pile up on you. Don't let that be you, sister. Don't let that be you, love. Don't let that be you. And that's a wrap. What are your thoughts and takeaways? I want to know in the chat. I want to know, leave a review on the podcast, leave a star rating. What action steps are you going to take in 2022 to keep your energy recharged so that your capacity is increased for all of those visions, plans, and ideas? I'm your host, Tanika Maria. Let me know your thoughts and takeaways by leaving a review and be sure to check out the show notes to sign up for my weekly inspirational email so that you can be in the know, the first in the know and in the loop when courses, classes and other trainings and special things become available. Blessings in abundance and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me on the Well-Centered Woman podcast. If you've enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe and spread the word. Don't forget, you can gain access to more resources in your journey to emotional mastery by going to the episode website and checking out the show notes. Until next time, this is Tamika Maria right here in the journey with you, keeping those emotions all the way together.